0: Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio, and this episode is brought to you by Carnivora. Over the years, I've featured every diet from keto and vegan and plant-based, paleo, pescatarian, and the popular intermittent fasting diet. But there's one diet that consistently rises above them all, both in science-backed research, lifespan, and cardiac health. It's called the Mediterranean diet. Research suggests type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, and strokes could be avoided by adopting a Mediterranean diet. The U.S. News & World Report has ranked it as the number one best diet. Today we have with us Dr. Stephen Masley, author of The Mediterranean Method. If you want to lose weight, prevent disease, and extend your lifespan, don't go anywhere. It all starts now.
1: It's to your good health radio with number one best selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it.
0: Our next guest is a physician, nutritionist, author, trained chef, and the creator of the number one all time health program for public television 30 Days to a Younger Heart. He is a fellow with the American Heart Association, the American College of Nutrition, and a former fellow of the uh, American Academy of Family Physicians. He has published numerous scientific journals, several best-selling books, and has appeared on over 700 media interviews, including public television, the Today Show, and the Discovery Channel. His new book is called The Mediterranean Method, a plan to harness the healthiest diet on the planet. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Stephen Masley.
1: Hey, it's great to be back with you.
0: Oh, so great to have you back with us. First, give us a little Mediterranean Diet 101. What does this diet entail?
1: Well, the Mediterranean diet is very diverse. You know, it includes eating plans from from Spain, France, Italy, Greece, Turkey, North Africa. Um such amazing variety. And the people that eat those foods, they just happen to have some of the lowest heart disease, dementia rates in the world. They're the longest lived people in the world. And um, they're slimmer and trimmer than we are in the U.S. So there's a lot going for it.
0: So the term live by example really, really fits play here, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it's great. Now, in your book, you break through some common Mediterranean diet myths, and one that a lot of people believe is eating Mediterranean means eating tons of pasta, bread, and pizza. True or false?
1: Well, that's not – no, that's false. I mean, when we've looked – they've actually done a study, the EPIC study, where they broke down the components of the Mediterranean diet – And the most important parts were really the vegetable, the fruit, the beans, the nuts, the olive oil, the red wine, the seafood. The least important were the grains. Uh, So I think what we want to do, if you're going to eat a grain, it should be a whole grain, and it should be in a small portion. Or you could skip them if you want. I think Mm -hmm. there's plenty of opportunity to follow a Mediterranean diet and either use grains in smaller portions or to avoid them completely.
0: Great. I know another thing that people believe when it comes to the Mediterranean diet is uh, they can drink wine like water. How much wine is allowed on the diet?
1: Well, you know, I love that comparison because when you go to almost any restaurant in the Mediterranean region, they bring you a bottle of water. The only question is sparkling or flat. (laughs) Right. They just put it on the table and open it for you. They don't even ask because they expect you to drink a bottle of water. And then you get a choice of a glass or two of red wine. So yeah, it's not an unlimited amount of red wine. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's and so yeah, true. you get a little you can certainly you can pass or you can have a glass or two with your meal. It's up to you. But water is really the essence of what you should be drinking
0: great dad and and the wine you know let's talk about wine i've read that the you know the american wines aren't the best to go it's best to get uh, get it away from the glyphosate have you heard this with the pesticide residue that's in so much of the us wines
1: well th- that is an issue isn't it and you know I, I i think oftentimes when we look at wine wineries it's about and vineyards it's about their production and how they do it and, and not just the glyphosates, but also it's are they irrigating or not when you add irrigation you increase the sugar content in the wine and you and the alcoholic content goes up as as a little bit higher as well um so i think i we could do this in the u.s and we have small vintners who do it you know that they're dry farm wines they're not irrigating they're not using herbicides and pesticides um, so it can be done here. I think it's more prevalent in Europe is the reality.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of beans, which are part of the Mediterranean diet, and, and, and I get these experts coming on saying stay away from beans. They're toxic. What's your opinion on beans, good or bad?
1: Um, mostly good. I mean, when you think about the nutrient content in beans, right? Um, you know, they have the highest ORAC oxidation preventing score on the planet of any food nothing really comes in close second so they help block oxidation which you know internal resting is what that causes but they're loaded in fiber b vitamins calcium protein i mean they're powerhouses so the concern is the lectins lectins drop nutrient content slightly but the beans really make up for it but i would say probably five maybe ten percent of people are elected intolerant mm-hmm. they really have stomach distress so they could just skip them but the rest of us should definitely be eating them.
0: Been eating them yeah I agree with you now you added a little skinny twist on the standard Mediterranean diet tell us why you felt it needed a little change here
1: well I mean when you think about traditionally the Mediterranean diet was for farmers for herders for fishermen I mean people who were physically active ten hours eight hours a day and most of us are not. We're struggling to get that per week, right? Right. So, and then the other interesting aspect, is as I said before, the grain content had the least benefit in the Mediterranean diet. They went further and they looked at glycemic load. And that the those people who get a low glycemic load, they eat less sugary foods, and they follow the rest of the diet had the best results. So the skinny twist is if you want to – lose more weight, prevent more heart disease, and prevent more memory loss, you'd have a low glycemic load version with this Mediterranean diet. So that really means if you eat pasta a small portion, you're skipping the bread, you're avoiding sugar, and you're focusing on the other foods in the Mediterranean diet, and you get better results by doing that. And I think that's both from experience and public studies showing that.
0: So will people see a a decrease in their weight if they follow that little skinny twist? Have you seen that in your clinic? Oh,
1: absolutely. In my clinic, I mean, commonly people lose 10, 20 pounds, and we've had people lose up to 100 pounds following this. But I mean, realistically, when they looked at studies long-term, this is important, Mm -hmm. one year or longer studies, the Mediterranean diet was at at least tied for first place with the paleo diet for weight loss, and it was far easier to follow. So, I mean, you can't get better results long term that last at least a year than following the Mediterranean diet.
0: So when you say easy to follow, so give us an idea for people that think this is too complicated. Give us like an example on how this would be easy for, for like a lunch or dinner.
1: Well, the meals are simple. You know, they don't use a ton of ingredients. Well, I think one of the themes behind a Mediterranean diet is you're choosing fresh, local produce. Mm-hmm. And you, you, yes, you can have some animal protein with it when it's clean. And you're using a few herbs and spices and cooking it with olive oil. So the recipes are usually quick and easy to prepare. They're not overly complicated. The food is delicious. I mean, the foods, you know, Mediterranean food, I think, tastes fantastic. It's really hard to beat. So between easy to pair and delicious, that makes it easy to follow long term. And the the meals are popular. Let's face it. Most people enjoy eating, you know, Spanish tapas and Italian and French and Greek dishes. I mean, it's not hard to sell that to friends or family. They go for it.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned the word olive oil. I've had like the last two guests saying, oh, stay away, it's bad for you. And tell us your opinion. Why is extra virgin olive oil okay to have in in, in the Mediterranean diet?
1: Well, I'm really hard-pressed to know what's the science behind stay away from extra virgin olive oil because almost any study we've looked at, whether it's for brain health or heart health, if you ask people to add more, extra virgin olive oil every day like they did in the pretty med study and several others they always had less heart attacks less you know memory loss in fact their cognitive function improved when we gave people more olive oil they lost weight when we gave them more olive oil so i mean yes you could talk about calories and if you're counting calories you'd be concerned but the reality is following these diets with with extra olive oil improves health. I mean, one of the controversies is, are you really buying extra virgin olive oil or has it been tainted? I mean, that right. is a serious concern True, that the cheaper oils that come in plastic are probably not the real thing. But I don't think anyone has credible science You know, looking at clinical outcomes showing that we shouldn't be using extra virgin olive oil.
0: And and I agree because, you know, I got some famous cardiologists on here saying stay away from it. You know, we got Clinton's doctor and so forth, Esselstyn. And, you know, and I respect these guys. So I'm like, well, I want to dive into the research. And like you said, I found more and more and more research showing the benefits And it just, it it didn't hit me and it didn't, I don't know, it just, I'm with you. And then you say, well, what about the Mediterranean diet followers? Why are they are, why are their hearts healthier? (laughs) They, They eat it all the time.
1: Well, when they compare a low fat diet with a Mediterranean, you know, diet with extra olive oil, they have less heart disease, less memory loss, all of those things. I mean, it's it's a, it's a no-brainer. Now, I will give some credit to them. Mm-hmm. Compared to the average American processed fast food diet, following one of these low-fat diets that use lots of vegetable, fruit, beans, whole grains, yes, that's better. But I think better yet would be adding a Mediterranean diet with the healthy fats to go with it. It's not just more fat of any kind. It's using smart fats. That really benefit your health,
0: right? And there's a lot of focus lately on gut health. Can the Mediterranean diet help with our gut microbiome?
1: Well, it does. I mean, the evidence for that is really powerful. I, you know, part of it is there's lots of probiotic-rich foods like, um, you know, plain yogurt and kefir and pickled vegetables. You know, and olives are even, you know, have probiotic source to them. So and and it's loaded with fiber and fiber is what feeds our gut microbes that microbiome that keeps us healthy, right. um, and it's anti-inflammatory. So you're decreasing the gut inflammation. You know most inflammation in the body comes from the gut. So I think it's very gut healthy and gut health is important for your heart, your brain, your your weight loss. I mean all those things. And your microbiome is essential. So I'm really. I think that's probably part of the benefit of it is it's helping your gut, and that's true in more ways than we realize.
0: Before we continue, I wanna remind everyone that this episode is being brought to you by Carnivora. In 1985, former US President Ronald Reagan wanted something to strengthen his immune system. And having therapies from around the world at his disposal, he chose Carnivora, a nutritional powerhouse made from extracts of the Venus flytrap. Carnivora contains 17 naturally occurring compounds that helps lower inflammation and support a healthy immune system. It's the product that I take daily to keep my immune system at its optimal level. You know, being bombarded every day with these chemicals and free radicals and pesticides, it can wreak havoc on our immune system. Even daily stress can lower our body's ability to combat disease. If you want to decrease internal inflammation and boost your immune system, order carnivora today at carnivora.com. Say goodbye to internal inflammation boost your immune system, and start living the healthy life that you deserve. Carnivora.com. Now, beyond the food and the diet, are there any other aspects of the Mediterranean method that benefits our health?
1: Well, you know, Dr. Finn, that's a really good point because we, when we look at data from these countries, we can see that... Um, clearly, the food makes a difference, and the closer we follow the eating plan, the more benefit we get. But there's several things they do in Mediterranean countries that are good. Um, you know, they're more active than we are in the U.S. They walk more. They have, they're out in nature more. They spend right. more time outdoors. They get vitamin D from that. Um, and when they eat, they eat very differently. They have long, leisurely meals. They don't really snack much between meals. They have a long Big lunch, and they have a long, leisurely dinner, and they eat with friends. They eat, they're socially connected. So food is about shopping most days of the week, cooking together, and eating together in a long, leisurely way. They don't ha- they're not on their smartphones or in front of a computer or watching TV. It's Sounds just good. food and people. That's wonderful.
0: That's wonderful, and it, and I love how you said they and they enjoy it. They talk. It's 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 an event. It's 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 an experience when they eat. And you know, nowadays we just scarf it down. I was at a restaurant, Doc, last week. And I saw the waiter bring the food to this lady, and you would have sworn that he said, ready, set, go. Because she devoured that meal. I mean, boom, 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 boom. She and she left. And I, that that's not good for digestion. It's not good for the no. blood, the brain. And <laughs> we're in such a hurry nowadays.
1: It's stressful. You know, I just spent seven months sailing from Spain to Turkey throughout the whole Mediterranean shoreline and i don't we ate out at least 5 7 times a week i don't think once i had a meal in under 90 minutes wow that would be unheard of in the us <laughs> under 90 of. minutes in a restaurant <laughs> and i don't think i ever ate for in less than that so I mean, their whole approach to food is different. It's not just the food they eat, it's how they eat it, and I think it's, it has many benefits that wow. we don't fully appreciate.
0: Yeah, such, such a good point. I finished reading your book yesterday. I have to say I'm very impressed with the 50 easy and delicious recipes that you included. What if somebody uses the I-don't-have-time excuse when it comes to preparing meals at home instead of going through the drive-through? How long will it take someone to prepare most of the recipes in your book?
1: You know, most of them are 15 to 20 minutes top. You know, I think they do have to go shopping and have food at home. That right. takes some time. But the food prep—I mean, I mean—a lady in a market said it to me once. You know, I was just looking at the sole, and she goes, "This is so fresh. Don't ruin it. Just a little salt and pepper, a little olive oil. That's it. You don't have to add anything else. And don't take too long cooking it. Just—you know—you yeah. should be done in eight minutes tops." So, I mean, you know, don't use too many ingredients. Don't cook it more than eight minutes. Right. I mean, that was a really good example of Mediterranean food, how quick and easy it is to make.
0: So true. And, you know, when you talk about time, people that don't have time to, to, to shop and eat healthy, boy, they sure have time to play on social media and binge watch nine shows on Netflix. They find the time for that, don't they, Doc?
1: <laughs> they do. and And then they're not interacting with people at the same time.
0: I know you
1: know food's all about our you know it, it's not just nourishing our bodies, it's about you know the social connection we have with the people we eat with, I think is just as important
0: so true. Can you share a couple recipes that come with the plan?
1: Oh well, some of my favorites, like on the cover, um I have this you know it's it, it's a salad which sh- um grilled shrimp and fennel super easy to make it's so delicious.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, My book actually has a bite mark on it because I I took a bite out of the cover. I couldn't wait. (laughs) Plenty of fiber.
1: (laughs) Even for dessert, you know, they use really simple things like grilled figs with a little port or, you know, pears that are poached with wine and cinnamon. Uh, You know, if you want a little more complex, we could, you know, look at a, a berry crumble or... You know, uh-huh. I even have a cheesecake recipe in here with that is really healthy, you know, in Italian it's style. Yeah. You know, sh- shellfish paella, that Spanish dish, huh. that is so awesome. And again, I've come up with some ideas on how to make it quicker and easier to prepare. Uh, and, you know, the salad, niçoise. Um, there's so many, you know, so just some of the the soups. Like, there's even a strawberry gazpacho soup in here that's just fantastic.
0: Yum! Getting hungry hearing you. That's unbelievable. And then, so everything you just mentioned. So people, the the the, the if they have heart problems, if they're diabetic, if they're worried about cancer, this is all proactive. The food you just mentioned, the recipes, correct?
1: The, yes. The, you're absolutely right. And the people who have the longest, not just lifespan, but health span on the planet. Those people who are living independent and active at age 80, 85, 90, 95. I mean, there is no substitute for a Mediterranean diet. It's the most longevity and health supporting diet on the planet.
0: I love how you bring up the difference between, you know, lifespan and health span because, you know, people can live longer and not have functional life for 10 years, last 10 years of their life, or they can work and have fun until the 90s and they die peacefully in their sleep. That's how we're supposed to die, isn't it, Doc?
1: I totally agree with you.
0: You know, it's funny. We had a, a patient said, I'm sorry about your father dying. Yeah, he was 90, 96. What did he die from? And she said, old age. <laughs> I mean, he was waiting some big, oh, he got hit by a car. No, old age, you're in your 90s. That's the way to go. He fell asleep in his bed. I'm like, that's how I want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in a respirator, so that's fantastic. In a minute or two we have left, is there anything else you'd like to, listeners to know, something we didn't cover today?
1: Well, um, if they want additional information, they can always visit my website at drmasley.com, D-R-M-A-S-L-E-Y.com. But, you know, I think... That for the new year, if you're looking at what diet or eating plan to follow for fantastic results, you know, and the food should taste fantastic, delicious, and be easy to prepare, I think the Mediterranean method gives you everything you need to know.
0: Fantastic. Great book. I hope everybody gets it. I want to thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, to get your copy of the Mediterranean Method, as he said, go to drmasley.com and be sure and check out all the resources that he offers on the site, including great recipes, articles and videos. You can follow Dr. Masley on Facebook at MasleyMD and on Twitter, he's at Stephen Masley. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. If you heard Dr. Mashley share something today that could benefit somebody you know, send them a link to this podcast. It's available to toyourgoodhealthradio.com and radiomd.com and check out our podcast library and share these segments with friends, family, coworkers, and on social media. Uh, caring is sharing. You can also subscribe to future podcasts at iHeartRadio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.